Well, first off, hello, everybody that came back for episode two. If you've gotten this far, God bless you. Um, and thank you for sticking around with us. Um, so just in case you don't remember from episode one, I'm Ryan. Uh, I am the Sabres fan in all this. I'm Cody, and I'm the Leafs fan. Unfortunately. Um, and so uh, we're back with season one, episode two. We're headed into the 2019 uh, 2020 season. In fact, it started tonight. It's currently 1130 at night. Toronto was one of the teams that played. Um, so we're going to do, well, Cody's going to do a quick recap of what he thought about Toronto, uh, the outcome of the game. And then we're going to head into Stanley Cup predictions. Who do we think for each conference? Who do we think for the cup? As well as uh, what teams do we think are going to exceed expectations? Um, who's going to come out as the underdog? And which teams do we think are not going to exceed expectations and, in fact, are going to uh, fall flat on their face. Uh, then after that, we're going to talk about our potential Seattle rosters that uh, we both created for expansion as well as places that we think that the NHL may expand next. So um, I think you're sick and tired of listening to me. I'm going to hand you off to Cody, who's going to give you a hopefully PG-13 version of – what Toronto did last night, uh, or well, tonight, and the decisions that were made. I'm thinking more TV 14, if that's okay. okay. But, um, well, let's start here. Before the game, Spezza, healthy scratch. Babcock needs to be fired immediately. It was disgraceful, disrespectful. And now that I'm done with that, I can get excited. John Tavares. Our damn captain. I cried. I'd be lying if I didn't say that. I cried. It was beautiful. But anyway, the Leafs are going 82-0 and this season. Tavares is going to lift the Stanley Cup. That's it for episode two. Those are my predictions. You're welcome. Yeah, the episodes is just over now. <laughs> it's over. Well, be, you know, the season's over. Now, Leafs won 5-3, which is odd because normally we lose the first game of the season just to kind of, you know, calm us Leafs fans right down. But 5-3, it was good stuff. Um, Anderson looks great. Matthews looks great. The kids look great. Of course, the kid who uh, Babcock played over Spezza, Gauthier, had to score a goal, open the scoring for the 2019 season to justify his, his bad decision that was made. Yeah. It's just, it's just great. It had to have happened that way. Right. <laughs> had to have, but that's okay. He'll, he'll mess up another time and then hopefully we'll be free of him and his bad decisions before it costs us another playoff appearance. But besides that, Leafs are looking good. I'm excited for the game tomorrow night for the Savers. Going for the Sabres. Oh, how do you think they're going to do? It's hard. It's hard to tell because, um, you know, when you talk about other professional sports leagues and what they do in their preseason, I mean, baseball is famous for spring training camp, uh, and the NFL is, is not really famous for, but they have the four preseason games, and everybody always overhypes the preseason and blah, blah, blah. Um, there's a lot more. There's a lot more that goes into the NHL and prepping uh, NHL players for their season, from rookie mini camps to rookie training camp to regular mini camp to uh, to 
full blown camp, uh, and then a you know a rookie mini camp ends with uh, rookies from each teams playing each other. So um, this last year, Buffalo or yeah, this year Buffalo played uh, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, and I want to say that there's a third team. Um, but we just like we did the year before, absolutely demolished the rookies from Pittsburgh, like. There's a seven, eight goal deficit. We're up in double digits. Like that's not realistic for an actual game. Um, so I have no idea what we're going to do. I mean, we open the season, not at home. We open it on the road in Pittsburgh, which I wish I was going to the game, seeing as I'm only like three hours away from Pittsburgh. Um, but I, I honest to God, I have no idea. I know as far as I know, Eichel, and Olofsson and I think Skinner are starting on the line, the first line. And then after that, Sabatko was playing wing on the right line. And I, the whole – anything after that, anything after the first line is just it's, – it's, it's, it's basically throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks. So, I mean, I have faith in Kruger. He hasn't done anything yet to really show me not to trust him. I mean, the team hasn't taken the ice yet. So, I, I, I'm really not going to say anything about – my coach, at least, you've had your coach for a little while now. Um, Unfortunately. Using the Sabres as leverage to get to Toronto. So, I mean, you're welcome. I mean, it's better for you than for us. So, um, I, I, really have, I really have no idea what Buffalo is going to do. I mean, they were a decent team last year. They could have they done a lot better, and they did better at times. I mean, a 10-game win streak. How do you go from a 10-game win streak to losing the season? I don't understand. So, hopefully they improved. If not, I hope that they make the adjustments that are needed throughout the first season. I mean, it's hard to judge just because it's new team, first season. So, judgment's really going to come when you ask me the same question next year. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully it goes good. I mean, Pittsburgh is – their window is closing. So, as you can see from the rookie tournament, as you said, the rookies coming up into the Sabres are doing great. The rookies coming up in – Pittsburgh not so much so that's and that's kind of something I'm seeing for a lot of those teams that we grew up watching as kind of dynasty teams if I use that word but they're not as we'll talk about later they are actually on my one of my lists here but I don't think they're going to be impressive this year I think the Sabres are going to really be a bubble team it's going to be tough in our division in our division but they have the potential to be third fourth in division easy all right, I'll take it. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll take it. All right, so um, head straight into Stanley Cup predictions. So we'll do we'll do uh, East Coast, West Coast, and then out of those two, who we think are going to win Stanley Cup or potentially win Stanley Cup. I mean, we're going to completely ignore the, the NHL twenty simulation that had Boston winning the cup, but stupid. We're gonna completely ignore that because it's rigged and it's a Boston team, so it's automatically rigged. But we'll we'll uh, we'll forget about that. Um, who wants to go first? You want to go first? You want me to go first? Well, let's do each West Coast. Start on the opposite end. All right, all right. Um, so uh, for my West Coast, I mean, we've had this discussion before. Most of the NHL talent is not out west. There's some. There's some. But it's not out west. Uh, the talents on the east, in the Eastern Conference, 
Um, so for my Western Conference choice, I would have to pick St. Louis. I think that I, I think that Stanley Cup champions from last year. Oof. I think I think out of everybody that's out there, I, I really didn't see. I, I really didn't see the. Uh, trying to find the correct words for this. Um, I don't really see Western Conference teams arming themselves the way that they should be arming themselves when the Stanley Cup champion or the reigning Stanley Cup champions are in your conference. I really didn't see that, so that's why that's why I think for Western Conference, I, I would I would say St. Louis. Okay, I can respect that, but at the same time, my take on I love St. Louis. I love the team. I love most of the players. It's been my pick for the Stanley Cup like probably four or five times in the past five years. But last year, I think the reason they won the first few rounds even was they were underestimated. Obviously, it doesn't go the whole time, but first round, second round, they weren't supposed to win. They, right. weren't, they weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. They weren't seen as a competitor. The guy, they took their time with it, and then it was too late. Um, one of the teams they played and went to seven games is my choice, Dallas. Dallas is my choice for the West strictly because I think they should have won last year. They made a few minor, minor changes this off season, but there was nothing that they needed to fix. Really. They have good goaltending. They have scores. They have a phenomenal defense. I think Dallas is the Western conference leader this year. Easily. Easily. I can't deny what you said. They looked at we went to the Dallas Buffalo game. Nope. Dallas looked good. I mean, the Sabres looked as good as they possibly could have been against that team. I mean, they did get you know what's handed to them. But I mean I mean the Dallas did look did look very good um last season. So yeah, I I can't can't really say anything against that. I think I think that's a very fair choice. And I think that your analysis of St. Louis being underrated was a very fair choice too it was a very fair take yeah and it wasn't fair for st louis because they had a team their team was good it just yeah. happened the whole being the last place and yeah. first nobody expected it nobody i mean anybody that said they did is a liar um, yeah. nobody expected them to go that far and win that cup there's they have, they have talent on the team it's undeniable that they have talent on that team i mean one of my favorite players is petrangelo just My favorite for a long time was Tyler Bozak. Just getting, 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 into, getting into the conversation that we had last time about the process and stuff for, for the Sabres, I've been saying for a long time that I'm completely unrealistic, but Petrangelo would fit into that system very well. He has a scoring defenseman, but he's also a defenseman defenseman. Yeah. Fit into the, into the Buffalo Sabres. Wouldn't hold your breath, but yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It's it's never going to happen. I would love for it to happen, which is why they make NHL games, and I can make that happen myself. But there's 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 no. I Petrangelo is one of my favorite players on St. Louis. But I mean, you're absolutely right. They have the talent, but the the, the underrated factor that they had attached to them too was oh, probably played more of a role than most would like to admit. So. All right, moving on, moving on to the Eastern Conference. Uh, how about you start off this one? Who do you have for the East? As much as I hate to say it, Tampa Bay. Oh, man. Yep. 
I do not have Tampa Bay. They always, they always have this phenomenal team that they somehow are able to ice, and they always seem to make it no way in the playoffs. But last year being swept, I think, is going to be a huge wake-up call. I think they went into the offseason really working hard at it. I think they were just the opposite. I think they thought they were going to go in there and just destroy everything. They didn't work hard enough. They looked like absolute trash. I think this year they're going to come out stronger than ever. I think the Leafs are going to take them uh, as far as standing-wise goes, but I think Tampa's going to come out on top. I don't think they're going to have a phenomenal season. I think they're going to make the playoffs, you know, probably second, third seed, and then just take it from there. Okay, so so before I say mine, I do have a question. Um, yeah. And we were sort of talking about this while we were setting up. Do you think uh, that the Eastern Conference um, is starting to lose – because like you said before, kind of those dynasties, those franchise teams, a lot of them were on – East Coast in the Eastern Conference. I mean, you look at you look at teams like, um, you know, Boston and and Pittsburgh and stuff like that. Do you think that they are uh, kind of those teams that ruled over the Eastern Conference for so many years are starting to lose their standing, and that's why teams like Tampa Bay have had a rise in the last couple of years. This, the you know the Sabers are able to kind of build a rise. I mean, Montreal is. You know, I'm not saying Montreal's great, but Montreal is is, is building a team. Trying. They're trying to, prospect-wise. I mean, Ottawa's a complete tire fire. We can forget about them. But, I mean, same thing. Toronto's back on the rise. They've been on the rise for the last couple of years. So do you think that those teams that we kind of saw, like you were talking about when we were younger, specifically in the Eastern Conference, that were kind of, you know, ruling that conference were always the teams that were winning, do you think that they're kind of losing their stature and that's why other teams are now rising? I think personally, first of all, Tampa's been on that. They're not a dynasty. They haven't won anything in right. a while, but they've always been on that cusp. They're always in that same picture with all those teams. Yeah. Boston, Boston's in the same boat. They are always a contender. Pittsburgh is the only one that I see that is losing steam quickly, yeah. very quickly. Um, I mean, last year, they squeezed by, they got in there, but I, I think this year, I think Pittsburgh misses the playoffs. If not, has to get in being a wild card team. I don't think, especially with what the Metro is doing, the Atlantic is obviously just all sorts of jacked up and successful, but as far as the Metro goes, I don't think Pittsburgh's the top team anymore. I think you're going to see the Capitals making a big push again this year, uh, Columbus, they lost a few players, so they've got something to prove. I think they're going to kind of come out swinging. Um, I think they're going to be a bubble team, but I think they're going to make it tough for Pittsburgh. I don't know, obviously, where it's going to go. It can go anywhere, but that's just my prediction, is Pittsburgh's going to be that, that team that we saw that kept the winning cups. You know, it was always them, Boston, Chicago. It seemed like it was one of those three teams or just a random team out, out west. It was always those teams when we were, you know, growing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Chicago, they fell off of that a little while ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. The cups, and then once, you know, shit happened, they, they went. 
Boston though somehow always puts together a team. They their team looks like trash on paper, and they come out and end up in the finals. It doesn't make any sense, but they play the Leafs first round all the time, so that could have something to do with it. Mike Babcock wants to play, you know, Gauthier for twenty minutes a game instead of. Austin Matthews. You hate the fact that Toronto, because we've had this conversation before, you hate the fact that Toronto always plays Boston in the first round. Yes. You were about to lose it this last this last year if that was if that was what the case would be. Yes. And I just saw something today. They're they're uh they did the chances of thirty percent chance that they play Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Which eventually it'll go our way, but I I don't eventually. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. My big thing is the the play mat the, the pl- playoff format is jacked. There's no reason the Leafs should be higher in points than everybody in the Metro and have to play the second seed team. Just doesn't make sense. Just doesn't. But I get it. It is what it is. Leafs will get there eventually. This yeah. year. Obviously, I don't have a win in the Stanley Cup. I would love to as a fan, but I think they're going to be a contender. Hope maybe they'll surprise me, but I'm keeping it realistic. Yeah. Um, all right, so my Eastern Conference one is kind of one that comes out of left field. Uh, I, didn't really, I didn't really know if I wanted to make this my Eastern Conference team. I think that they pretty much rebuilt their team in a three-day period over the draft. Um. I think Eastern Conference champs are New Jersey Devils. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying I like it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm certainly not saying that I like it. I think, I think New Jersey did a fantastic job. I mean, if you look at what they – if you look at who they drafted for players that can play right now, which yeah. I still don't think that Jack Hughes is as good as Cole Caulfield. I think Cole Caulfield should have won first overall, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, I disagree, but that's okay. Okay. Um, we'll do a whole episode on Jack Hughes versus Cole Caulfield. Um, okay. I, was, I was insanely mad. I mean, I mean, I'm happy with Cousins, but I'm insanely mad that Montreal of all teams got Cole Caulfield. But good luck to him. No, I think New Jersey, I mean, you draft first overall, you get Hughes, somehow end up with P.K. Subban. Um, who is still in the prime of his career. I mean, I mean, it just every, every move that they made around the draft with who they drafted for the future, who they drafted to play now, as well as the trades that they were making at that time, just screams a team that's ready to, to chase after it. And I think that they're hungry enough. And I think that they have the talent enough to make a conference champion push. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. No. <laughs> That's it. No, like I said, I'm not, I'm not happy with it. I mean, I think New Jersey's always a team. For being a Sabres fan, I feel like there's always been a resentment, not necessarily a full-blown, not necessarily a full-blown rivalry, but there's always been a resentment between New Jersey and Buffalo. And I, 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 so, I mean, I personally don't like it. I also think that they have the talent and they have they have the hunger to make that push. I'm not saying that they will. I'm certainly not a fortune teller. I'm not sitting here telling you that they are because I, you know, I'm not Doctor Strange. I didn't look forward in time, but 
Um, yeah, New Jersey's who I got. Um, why don't you go with your team that exceeds and your team that fails? Well, I want to just touch on New Jersey one day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like the additions. I love the additions. I agree with you. They look good, but they always look good. They always have these – I mean, when they got Taylor Hall, we all said the same thing. We all said the same – this is it. This is the year. This is the year. That's true. I forgot about Taylor Hall. Never is. They have quite a ways to go. I think in two, three years I think they'll be a contender, but I don't think it's there yet. All right. But anyway, um, you want to do exceed expectations first? I was just going to have you do both of them, just who you okay. And then who you think fails and, and then do a little quick one because we got to get into the rosters for – So I'm going to start with this point then. Most likely this point, I already touched on it. I already kind of went into it, Pittsburgh Penguins. I think Penguin fans are always got them on their high horse, which is, you know, rightfully so. They had some of the best names in hockey in the last few years and, well, past probably 10 years. And they're just kind of going out of their prime. They're not really doing it for them anymore. I think this year they're going to have a wake-up call. They're going to have to figure out what they're doing. Getting rid of Phil Kessel is going to be the biggest mistake they've ever made because he's going to put up 300 points in Arizona because why not? Um, obviously an exaggeration. It's probably only going to be like 250. Matt. Right, 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 right. 150 assists, no big deal. It's Phil Castle. He can do it. Hot dog in one hand, hockey stick in the other. Um, but yeah, so Pittsburgh don't see him doing much, but exceeds expectations. Arizona. Yep. I, How'd you know? I well, I wanted it to be the same team that I had, but I, I also knew <laughs> that Arizona was. I mean, you're definitely on the air. I think you'd be on the Arizona bandwagon, no matter if if Kessel was down there or not. Oh, absolutely. I was in the Arizona bad wagon last year. Um, I love, I've, I've always liked Arizona. Shane Doan was one of my favorite players to watch. Um, Keller, he's amazing. I absolutely love him. Once they got Phil Kessel, it just solidified that I feel like they are still going to be that team that, oh, they're in the middle of the desert. Who cares about hockey? Lottie, daddy, daddy. They are going to make a name for themselves this year. They're going to make the playoffs. They may not make a big push, but they're going to make the playoffs. I lose first round, but it's making the playoffs. Right. And Phil Kessel, it's, I, I need to give him the C immediately. Just give it to him. Just do it. And then that's it. That's all they need to do. I, I, Phil Kessel is basically God. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I may love him a little too much. Whatever. It doesn't make a difference. But those are my two teams. Who do you got? What do you want me to do first? Exceed expectation or? Whatever you want to be wrong on. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, eh, you might. Um, I'll go with fail first just because you're probably maybe going to disagree with me based off of what you said before. Uh, I think Boston's going to disappoint this year. I think that this, I think last year's playoff run absolutely shattered Boston. I think Char is pretty close. I mean, Char was playing through massive hurt. I mean, I know, I know that, um, you know, he had the, uh, what was it, a break or a sh uh, fractured his jaw? 
I think he completely he got his jaw messed up. Let's just say he got his jaw really messed up. But I think he had like rib issues too. He was playing through. I mean, every player by the time by the time you hit the NHL playoffs, if you're not playing through rib issues, why are you there? Because you've been hit in excess of over well over a hundred games. I mean, just between preseason season in the first couple of games. Uh, I mean, that's well over a hundred games already. So I think Boston's going to disappoint. I think they, I mean, they've added some good younger talent over the last couple of years, but they're not, I don't think kind of like what you said with Pittsburgh. I don't think that, I don't think that they have the young, the younger talent. Um, AHL wise. Uh, I don't know how deep their organization goes, but at least AHL wise, they, I don't think that they have the, the talent to sustain long-term success. And I think their team this year is just not up to par age and talent wise, as well as injury level wise. I think last year's playoff run absolutely shattered Boston uh, in terms of being able to compete. So I, th- I think Boston's going to be a disappointment, which I hate to see because I want Buffalo. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Just, just, I want Buffalo, Boston, and Toronto to be to be competitive again. Like we've had the discussion before about at least Buffalo and Toronto being competitive. I want Boston to also be competitive again. I'm sick of Boston being competitive. I know you're sick of Boston being competitive, but if I have this Marshawn get anywhere close to a cup again, I might hit him with my car. You might. All right, well, I understand what you're saying. I think they are going to be lower than what Boston fans are going to expect them to be. But I think they've still got probably a year, two years left in a window. Um, if they don't do something now, that they're probably going to have to make some moves. Yeah. Um, Char is definitely at the end of his – probably end of his career. Yeah. Um, as much as I hate the guy, he's a decent guy. He's been in the league for a long time. He's respectable. I'm one of the best to do it. I mean – Yeah. One of the best to do it. You you can't deny it. I mean, is is he a very large ogre? Yeah, that was that was better than what I was going to say. But um, is he? Yeah, yes, he is. But he's also one of the best to play the game. Oh, no, guy, for a guy that size, being able to score goals sometimes, like how he does, it's crazy to watch. Yeah, no, he's just um at this point he he's taken a lot of penalties. He's kind of seen as kind of a. a not dirty, but grimy player because he's too slow. He he's, finds himself being caught up with players too often. Very um, he He's going to need to take a step back. He's going to have to drop down in the lineup at least. Um, I think, can they use him as a third-pairing D? Probably. He's still a great defenseman. He's huge. Blocks shots. Um, he still uses his body a ton. He's still got some juice. Um, I just don't think he's going to be their top guy anymore. Uh, they're not going to strip anything from him. He's going to be the captain until the day he retires. But yep. I, I think I think you're right. Um, I don't think they're quite as going to drop as far as Pittsburgh, but they're definitely going to drop from where they were. Um, I don't think they're losing, like you said, Pittsburgh losing steam pretty fast. I think I think Boston's losing steam too. But I think I agree with you. Two to three years, two to three years, they're going to be. Pretty much done, done with. Yeah, look at the rebuild, which is kind of a nice, nice thing to have. You know, I mean, this is the rotation that you always see. Um, growing up watching terrible teams, you're always like, oh yeah, two, three years, two to three years, two to three years, and finally we're kind of at that point where we're like, okay, we actually have a window now. 
um, lease are in that window. I say we probably have four years to get something done. Otherwise, we're going to have to make changes. Um, Savers, I think they're about to open their window. I think they're right before the window, and they'll probably have four or five years. Um, the Leafs will get it done first, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, otherwise, I'll probably never come back for any family visits. Um, and I'll probably never talk to you again, but that's okay. That's okay. It's, it's okay for you. <laughs> you just happened to marry my cousin, so I at least need to talk to her. You can talk to her. Just not me. That's it. Right. <laughs> well, I'll stop buying you savory stuff for Christmas. There you go. I appreciate that. All right, so who about who, who's going to exceed expectations? New York Islanders. Yuck. Yuck. I, I think that they had a good run. No, I do too. I think they are. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think. We all know. They had a very good run. I mean, when the New York Islanders come in and sweep Tampa Bay, and I they, mean, not sweep, I mean demolished. Yeah. Yeah. But too, though. What was that? I mean, they got swept, too, though. Yeah, I mean, they did. But when Tampa Bay is supposed to be... I agree. That I, team, it's kind of like a... You know what I mean? I don't think they're going to... I think they're going to be a step below where they were last year, the Islanders. Last year, they had a lot to prove. They just lost Tavares. Um, they had Leonard who at that time, everybody, including myself, was like, why? Yeah. Why is that your choice? Um, he proved himself, obviously. Um, got clean, did his whole thing. Great. Awesome for the guy. Proud of him. He's going to probably be 50-50 with Crawford this year in Chicago, is my guess. Crawford's yeah. on his way out. Leonard's on his way in. So, well, I think losing Leonard is going to do them some damage. He was a big game last year. I think it's going to hurt them. I just don't think it's going to hurt them as much as everybody thinks it is. Ah, I, they don't have a clear number one. <coughs> they don't. I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. The team in front of the goalie, their forwards are great. Yeah. Could be better, but it's okay. Um, they're still a team that can go out there and play. They're gonna win some games, but I don't think their goaltending's there yet. Right. Not logging up Leonard to a bigger contract was a big mistake. Which it's Lou Lamorello. Nobody can tell him a damn thing. He's always right. Doesn't matter. I mean, look who he just put on waivers. Keeping. I love. I love Leo Komarov. I love him. But Hosang should have taken that spot. Yeah. Period. Um, Matt Martin, He, anytime Matt Martin's on your second or third line, you have an issue. He's a fourth-line guy. Yeah. Once again, love the guy. Absolutely love him. Got minor to severe man crush on the guy. But he doesn't – He's too slow. He's a fighter, but he's too slow to be your second, third. Third, okay. Second, no way. He should not touch your 
line. Um, they look like a they look like a really really good AHL team to me. Yep. That's it. So uh, technically, there there is technically another team in the NHL this season, uh, although they're not officially playing because um, they have no players. There's technically another team in the NHL uh, this season setting up operations uh, and scouting and doing scouting reports and doing what front offices do. Um, Seattle joining the league next year. Expansion mm-hmm. draft coming up. Expansion draft rosters locked and loaded for both you and I. Um, I mean, it's going to take forever and a lifetime to sit here and break down every single one. So I, I say we just go run through the entire roster that we that we both assembled and see what we like, what we don't like. And, um, yeah, what do you think? Yes, now? I think that's a good idea. All right. Now, what I do want to say, I just want one little thing here. For Seattle, what do you think their name's going to be? Oh, man. Or what are you hoping for, I should say, not what you think. What am I hoping for? I think probably the best one that I've seen is the Seattle Kraken. Oof. I I was hoping you would say that. You were hoping I would? Yeah, I like Kraken. Um, I, oh, I, I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know what they would do with jerseys. I've seen some yeah. questionable yeah. things. I mean, I mean, Seattle's. I mean, Seattle's also. I mean, specifically West Coast, but Seattle, Washington State, known for salmon. I don't think they're going to call it Seattle salmon. That's not, does not strike fear in the heart of competitors. Um, I really don't know what what they're going to call it. I mean, California at one point had the golden seals. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows? What? I think just purely thinking here, they need to take the metropolitans back, do that sick ass logo and just be done with it. And then kick the Canucks out of the league and bring back the millionaires. (laughs) And if we're doing that at that point, I want Hartford back. No, Hartford won't work. But we'll Hartford. get into those. We'll Atlanta. get whatever. We'll get into different Atlanta. things. Atlanta but needs the hockey team again. I think I think Kraken is probably going to be it. But I just I like the Metropolitan. I like Seattle Metropolitan. That's a good name. Have you seen Have you seen their old their old jerseys? No, those, those striped jerseys. They're phenomenal. No, it's like green, green, red, and white with this. Seattle Metropolitan on there and then throw I mean Seattle has a pretty recognizable skyline with the oh man that looks oh, sick it looks like an elf gone wrong that's that was their old jerseys now phenomenal now they also have a Stanley Cup win which um is one more than the Buffalo Sabres already already no I that that looks like an elf gone wrong that now great See, Listen, listen, Seattle Metropolitan with the Seattle skyline, the Space Needle on there, I think would be sufficient. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, Kraken sounds cool, but Seattle Metropolitan makes more sense. But, all right. Rosters. Who do we think is going to be on the team? I mean, we really didn't. We didn't really go through the whole thing of protecting players and then going to the next tab and then blah, blah, blah. So, um, I didn't protect any players. Really quick, though, if anybody that's listening to this wants to, wants to put together their own um, Seattle expansion draft roster, you can do it on Cap Friendly. Just Google search Cap Friendly and uh, Seattle expansion, and it'll bring it up. Um, and then you can publish your created roster to the Cap Friendly forums, and you can talk to other hockey fans. And this is a completely unpaid advert for Cap Friendly. So you're welcome, Cap Friendly. <laughs> all right so how do you want to do this you want to do one team at a time and we'll both name our picks from that team well it's going in order right so edmonton dallas washington i want to do i want to do edmonton it doesn't do that on mine actually mine just went down in order whatever it was going through just down in order from the to the picks yeah mine goes edmonton then winnipeg i think it depends it goes forwards first and then defense and then Oh Stuff yeah, like yeah. That, so. yeah. Depends cool. on who you picked for what. Um, let's uh, let's start from the top. You you we'll go off of yours. You say the team. Read who you got for that team. Then I'll read who I got for that team. All right. So uh, obviously, starting in forwards, starting uh, I have the Oilers. Um, Sam Gagne. He was just waved. I, I didn't believe it. Um, my Edmonton pick, really shooting for the stars here, Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna. Un, I don't think they're gonna protect it. I think they want him gone. Just they need that space to build a team. They don't have it. They don't have a team. Connor wants out. He needs a new start. It's perfect situation for both. It's probably okay. not going to happen. I'm to see that, but if we didn't have any Edmonton fans listening to us, we just lost them. So we've put, That's we, pissed, we pissed off both Edmonton and Boston fan bases tonight. <laughs> so here's what really is probably going to happen. They're obviously going to protect McDavid. But after the draft, do I think they're going to talk to them, maybe do a trade, try yeah. to get some of the prospects that, that, you know, that, Edmonton, or that Seattle gets and shoot them over there? I think it's the right move. I'd like to see him somewhere else. I just don't think it's working out. I think that's probably mutual between Edmonton and McDavid. Uh, McDavid looks like William H. Macy at this point and just about 40 years older than he should. Uh, I don't think either team, I don't think the team's happy with it. I don't think he's happy with it. He's putting up top points in the league on a bottom team. Shouldn't work that way, but it does. So that's my pick. Who's next? Uh, Dallas. So All right. Dallas. That's a good question. I'm trying to find it. All right, well, I'll go with mine first. Uh, I have Corey Perry going from Dallas. Oh, Corey Perry, huh? Yeah. Uh, th- I mean, the way that I did it, like I said before, I really didn't have a, a rhyme or reason. Um but I think that a lot of these teams that have these guys that are um, looking at looking at some some older guys um, that they might want to get off the team with a little bit bigger contracts and stuff like that that they maybe don't want to pay as much of that money to, 
they're just going to get rid of and they're going to leave open. And if that's who Seattle has to pick from, that's who Seattle has to pick from. Okay. Mine was a similar reasoning. I went uh, Blake Como. So I, uh, same, same type of reasoning. He doesn't have kind of a big contract, but he's 33 years old. He's going to be a UFA in 21, 22. It gives him a good chance to either find somebody cheap or go. Literally the same thing with Gagne and Perry. They're both going to be UFAs. Um, yep. So I go to I go to the Capitals next, um, and I actually went with a uh, no I do not go yes I do I go to the Capitals next. Uh, I went with a little bit of a younger guy. Uh, he's 27 years old compared to Perry who's 34 and Gagne who's 30. Um, I have Garnett Hathaway from uh, yeah. Washington Capitals going to okay. see. Okay. I have Richard Panic. Oh yeah, he moves enough. It'd be an easy pick. He's a good player still. Easy be a nice little cornerstone. Keep him in there. He's only 28. Got a few years left. Um, he's on contract until 23-24. Probably a decent pick. All right. Um, next one is Montreal, and I honestly had a bit of a hard time with this. Uh, the guy I picked is 26. He's on their minor, their minor league team. Um, I picked Matthew Pekka. Uh, I, I, I think that Montreal, see, Montreal was a hard one to pick for just because they are in the midst of a rebuild and they could go either way at, at this point in the rebuild. They could go good. They could go bad. Um, okay. So I, I, I think Matthew Pekka is a guy that take a chance on losing. He's 26. He's on their minor team. That's not a guy that you're just going to one day wake up and go, oh, I'll bring him up to the NHL. Yeah, that's true. I'm going Mike Riley, defense. I think that's pretty uh, self-explanatory. I think he's underused in Montreal. I think he's a decent, decent pick as a younger defenseman. Well, middle-aged defenseman, I guess, 26. Yeah. Um, all right, so I have Detroit next. Uh, I really like this player. I don't really know if Detroit would leave him unprotected, but I really like this player. So this is more this is more of a, a want than than a prediction. I think uh, Christopher N. Ain and however you pronounce his last name, I like him. I like him as a player. I think he's fast. I think he can get to the net. Um, I I but I don't know. I really don't know where Detroit is in terms of being an NHL team. so On the rise. I think – I mean, he's 23. He's on the team. He plays center and left wing. But he's going to be a restricted free agent next year. So yep. Detroit going to want to deal with a 23-year-old going on 24 who's good at his job and want to pay him probably more money than he's going to have to – or than he's going to get paid now. Um I think I think he he's left unprotected and goes to Seattle. I got Philpula. Yeah, yeah, I can see this. He's a guy that's been there for a little while. He's thirty-five. I, I got a. Kyle is what Vegas did. They took some older players and then just some real young players and made it work. I think they're going to go the same route, and that's a pretty decent name to get up there. All right. 
you did kind of cut out there for a minute, so I'm just gonna let you know. But um, did you hear what I said though? Uh not all of it. Okay, well, <laughs> Philpula is who I picked. Um, just basically the same reason. The uh, reason I picked them is you know older guy. Um, I think Seattle's gonna do pretty much the same thing that Vegas did. Get some older guys in there, wrap in some younger guys, RFAs that they can get, just free agency guys, and just bring it all together. So that's – I think he's a decent guy to get in there and have some leadership. Um, I go to Columbus next. Uh, okay. Zach Dolpe. I got Harrington. Scott Harrington. Right. Um, he's cheap. He's young. And Columbus hates him. They don't hate him, but he's slow. Um, I have the Kings, and uh, I cannot pronounce his name, so I'm going to try. Uh, Bokanji Imama. All right. I don't know if that's correct. Uh, if it is, somebody please correct me, but. Okanji Imama. I don't know. Hi, Mama. Imama. It's definitely it. Mama is in the last name. Nice. Unmistakable. But uh, yeah, that's that's my pick for the Kings. Uh, mine's a goaltender, Kel Peterson. Oh man, don't even get me started on Kel Peterson. Don't even get me started on Kel Peterson. I think it's a good. I think it's a good pick to be a either. I think it's early the, starter. I think or backup. Don't get me wrong. I like Kel Peterson. I think Kel Peterson's talented. Kel Peterson also stuck up both middle fingers and said F you to the Sabres at one point. So, Yeah, but as a goalie, do you blame him? Uh, I, don't, I think you mean that in, in more of a derogatory term than a positive one. But, I mean, Buffalo's, Buffalo's goalie talent, I mean, it's, it's undeniable that Buffalo has goaltender talent. Yeah. Not necessarily talking about Hutton, but Olmark, Ukapakaluganen, um, just just guys that are coming up the pipeline. Um, do I blame them? No, uh, for both a negative and a positive. I mean, nobody wants to play in Buffalo right now in the current state that it's in, but also if you're a goaltender, are you going to go to a goaltender, heavy, talented team already? Probably not. Exactly. That's how I mean. I didn't mean negatively. I personally, Cal Peterson is probably slightly below Allmark and all of them. Yeah. So uh-huh. I, I think he didn't. I think he wanted to go somewhere where he could, you know, play two years in the minors and then probably make his move. So, um, Philadelphia, everybody's favorite city. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> um, uh, Kyle Triskulo. Okay. I have him. Um, 27, plays on their minor league team in Lehigh Valley. Center, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was at one point a saver, uh, but was more so a Rochester American. Um, again, if I'm not mistaken, I think Kyle Triskulo is taken by Seattle. I got another goalie. Sandstrom. Felix Sandstrom. He's 22. 
young kid. Um, haven't really seen much from him. He played a few games, I believe, with the Phantom last year. Um, just uh, he's he's an RFA. He's a goaltender. Yeah, it's something they can use. Uh, I go to Toronto next. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're not wrong there. I do not think you're gonna like it. What do you got? Uh, well, if he even stays on this team next year, I think it's Jason Spezza. Mm. He's definitely a one-year player. I think he's retiring. You think he's retiring? I hate to say it. Yep. All right. Thanks. So. Well, okay. I mean, right now, he he just actually came out with an interview today. Um, obviously, because he was scratched. Um, he's playing for $700,000 a year. He's playing because he can get his family tickets to see him play in Toronto, and that's it. All right. All right. I understand that. Um, I have a kid that I, uh, I don't want to lose, but I think, you know, we can only protect so many people. I think uh, Jeremy Bracco, I think he's going to be a star for them, um, either a singer, center, or left wing. Whatever he has to do, he's just kind of at that cusp where he's not making it for the Leafs um, because we have quite a bit of depth in the center position, obviously, um, and left wing. I think he goes. All right. Uh, next, um, we're just going to start moving a little bit faster down the line. But sure. I go to Boston, and uh, I have them taking Ryan Fitzgerald. I got Par Lindholm. Um, St. Louis, the reigning Stanley Cup champions. Um, Jordan Nolan, Oscar Sundquist. Ooh. Um, Rangers. New York Rangers. Uh, again, another former Buffalo Sabres slash Rochester American, uh, Daniel Reagan. Okay. I got a uh, Ryan Lindgren. Buffalo. Defenseman. Buffalo Sabres. Who you got? Uh, surprisingly, he's still anywhere within the organization. Well, not surprisingly because he's, he's actually good at an AHL level. Um absolutely a tire fire when it comes to NHL level. Uh, Remy Elliott. I went a little uh, out of the limb here and some Jake McCabe. Jake McCabe. Yeah, I can see that. I can see. I think they, I think, I think Elliott's a player that they just get rid of. And I think McCabe is a guy that they could try and trade, but yeah, I can see McCabe being left unprotected. Um, yeah. I go to Vancouver next uh, with another guy, Miners, 26-year-old, Tyler Grayavac. All right. I went with another older guy, 29, at Christopher Tanev. Minnesota with JT Brown. I went Marcus Foligno. Ooh. Ooh. Needs a fresh start. That is true. That is very true. Pittsburgh, the topic of tonight. Uh, I'm just realizing now that actually a lot of these guys that I'm picking are minors. 
Um, well, that's how it'll go. Ryan Haggerty from Pittsburgh, right winger, UFA, uh, come next season. Mine, I don't think I'll make it to the draft being on a Pittsburgh Penguin, but if he does, Jack Johnson. Um, Islanders, also another team that we talked about tonight. Uh, I have Matt Laredo, uh, who plays both left and right wing. Leo Kamarov. All right, all right. Another name. It's not the first time that that name's been brought up tonight. <laughs> um, so, all right, I'm moving into defense now. I know you've been jumping around, but I'm going to move into defense uh, with Calgary and Travis Hamanick. Calgary, I went Tyler Parsons. Another another goalie. I mean, you can never have enough goaltenders. Yeah, you can. Eh. Parsons, I think the three that I had would make a – I think the three of them kind of fighting for the spot would make, would be good. Um, I don't see them getting a flurry, you know. I don't think anybody's at that point where they have – a young star that's pushing somebody out. Um, Chicago. This one's hard because this guy is on IR. Um, Connor Murphy. I went Alex Nylander. Oh, man. That's Once again, needs a fresh start. Yeah, I guess well, this is a fresh start for him, but... Maybe, but we'll knowing Alex Nylander, he's going to need another fresh start. Um, again, another former Buffalo Sabre with Mark Pissick and the Florida Panthers. I went Hendrick Borgstrom. Young well, kid, going to be an RFA. I think it'll be a good shot. So speaking really quick about the Florida Panthers, well, not really the Florida Panthers themselves, but um, Florida, technically a team in Miami, just outside Miami. Uh, wouldn't it be nice if Florida actually had a, a hockey team? Wouldn't it be nice if Miami actually had a hockey team? That'd be nice. Just a little dig at the Florida Panthers there. I don't see your face really registering the joke, but. The Florida Panthers are going to be good this year. Really? Bold, bold prediction. The bold prediction. going to be real good. It is a cold. They got Bob. They got Bob. They could have nobody in front of them and do good. That is a cold take. Um, Phoenix. Your team, your bandwagon team. Um, Jordan Esterly. Michael Grabner. San Jose, Dalton Prout. Let's see, San Jose, I did Trevor Carrick. I have Colorado next with Mark Alt. I went with an ex-Leaf, Kelly Rosen. Ooh. Um... Tampa Bay, again, another team that was brought up tonight with Cameron Gauntz. I want Alex Kalorn. Um, like they're going to need to drop, uh, drop some cap. Drops. Um, New Jersey, again, another team that we talked about, team that I said um, is an Eastern, Eastern champ. You don't agree, but um, – Matt Tennyson, I, I, I think that anybody in their right mind would get rid of Matt Tennyson. Um, Buffalo certainly did. I don't know why New Jersey picked him up. I don't know why he's – well, it says he's in the minors, but he was starting up them. 
Uh, well, there was, there was talk he was going to be on the NHL roster, but thankfully New Jersey converted well, to their senses. <laughs> I don't think he's quite as bad as that. But I picked uh, Michael McLeod. Um, last of the defensemen for me, uh, Matt Donovan of the Nashville Predators. I like Colton Sissons. Um, Got a lot of space on him left. I have goaltenders. I have four of them. Jesus. You had three. Yeah. That's the minimum. <laughs> uh, I mean, I had I mean, I had 17 out of 14 forwards, 9 out of 9 defensemen, and 4 out of 3 goalies. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, we're going to we're gonna go to Carolina. Um, 31 years of age. James Reimer. Nah. He's staying. That was, I got Brock McGinn. That was okay. So, so Reimer is is more of my personal. I like Reimer as a goaltender. Um, I I I think he's always been a little bit underrated throughout his career, undervalued. Um, so it's more of maybe maybe a personal one, kind of like uh, kind of like the Christopher N with Detroit choice. So that was that was maybe more of a personal one. Um, but I think he was, I would. I'll put it this way. I love James Reimer. Yep. He is. 2013, when he had to take over the starting spot for the Leafs, he was the reason we did it. He was the reason we made the playoffs. He was the reason we pushed game seven. He may or may not have been the reason we lost game seven, but we can't blame him. He was a kid. I want him to be successful. So I think where he's at now, he can be successful, which is the only reason I disagreed with you. But it is very possible. Yeah. It's the NHL. Anything's possible. So I go to Winnipeg next. Um, again, I, I, I took five years of French. I, this looks French. I may butcher it. I may not. Who knows? Laurent Brossois. I think it's Brossois. Maybe. B-R-O-S-S-O-I-T. Okay. All right. Yeah. I went more for uh, they're and they're in cap trouble. I think they need to drop some cap. I think Brian Little's on his way out. Ooh, that is a hot take. That's a. I mean, that's a five point two million or five. Yeah, five a five million dollar contract that they can drop. Yeah. Um. Anaheim. Let's go with you first uh, this time. Who do you have for Anaheim? Nick Ritchie. All right. Um, this is this one's going to be tough, just because I know that he makes a lot of decisions based on, you know, his wife is from California. Uh, he likes to stay in California. That's why he went out there. Thirty-nine years of age, has not lost a step. Uh, is probably still in his prime. But Ryan Miller. He was my first choice actually, but I went as. Uh, I believe he's going into a year where he he's a UFA, UFA I believe. He'll be a UFA for um, I believe he's going into a UFA season. Um, yeah. I don't see him. They may pick him, but I don't see him signing from there. Yeah. 
I don't think in Ryan's age, I don't think he wants to be this. I don't think he wants to be that guy. No, he he made the choice to. But leave. I could be wrong. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, he made he made the choice to leave Buffalo and go on. I believe he went to Vancouver uh, directly after that. But he, I mean, he ended up in California because his wife's family is from California. Most of his family's out west um and that's why you know he's been he's been down there um you know, i was with anaheim i just think that he's a good goaltender try i mean he has he he is taking a back seat and he's not getting paid as much as he used to obviously when he was the starter for buffalo but he has oh, not yeah. that i, I don't no, think I agree argue that he that yeah um last but not least the team with not a whole lot of talent to choose from, the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, that was hard. It was tough. I have, obviously, since I'm in goaltenders and we're going off my sheet, Marcus Hogberg. I went Nikita Zaitsev. Oh, I, feel like, I feel like they're going to try to get rid of that $4.5 real quick. So, yeah. same as the Leafs did. Get rid of them. Um, Easiest way to do so. I mean, these are both good rosters. They're all right. Yeah. I mean, who knows? We'll here's what we'll do. We'll keep these for a whole year. Try not to lose them. And uh, we'll see when it comes to expansion draft night. Well, here's the big thing: is for 2020, well, 21, 22 seasons, we have a lot of UFA RFAs in there. Oh yeah. They won't, unless they get signed this season for deals that'll go beyond that, they won't be able to be picked. Okay. They have to have a certain amount of 21-22s. So that's where cap friendly right now is kind of a, it's kind of a crapshoot, but it's kind of a fun yeah. thing to do. Because um, honestly, see how close you can get. Honest to God, I mean, if you were to look at my sheet, I only have two players, that being Connor Murphy and Garnett Hathaway that are being paid. Everybody else is a UFA or an RFA. Yeah, I've got I've got eleven contracts going into twenty one, twenty two, but it's absolutely uh, ridiculous. Like we thought this year was bad. Oh yeah. UFAs and RFAs. It it's it's not it doesn't even touch next year. Well, no, that's not true. There was a this year it was just big name RFAs. Next year you got quite a few RFAs, but nobody's probably going to be signed before even trade deadline before the season even ends. Um, don't think you see many go over the July 1st. Obviously your big name ones are probably going to be in the summer still as always. But I mean, who's the biggest RFA next year? I don't even know. Yeah. Like, you know, for years, we knew this year it was coming up on, oh, we all know we got, uh, we got, you know, Matthews, we got, well, thank God he signed before the time came, but um, we knew who was up. We knew who was up, uh, which as, you know, as it, you know, after trade deadline, we'll worry about that, but I don't think we have to worry about it too much. Um, so really quick, uh, Potential expansion locations, just to have a little bit of fun with this. Uh, sure. 
So, so for those of you that um, either didn't catch it in episode one or are joining us with episode two, um, we decided that really there was no criteria that we were going by uh, for how to choose where we wanted potential expansion locations to go. Some of it's realistic, like where we think that they're going to go next or within the next couple of years. Um, and places that we want the NHL to go that we think personally that the NHL could thrive um, or at least have better attendance than the Florida Panthers. But that being said, um, Cody, why don't you start us off with uh, your potential expansion locations? I only have two. I don't even know how many you have. Um, I have one that I'd like and one that I think would be good. So, I'll start with the one that I would like. I want the Thrashers back. I just do. It's never going to happen. I want it. Um, now, now that I got that out, the one that I think would be good for the NHL, a big reason why Seattle got a team is because Vancouver's right there. They have a rivalry in pretty much everything um, as far as the city goes. Right. Having a sports franchise, a major sports franchise in both cities is going to be good for both cities. Well, so I went, I think Baltimore getting a team would be perfect. Washington's got a huge market. It's close enough. Throw them in the Metro, kick Columbus back to the West and we'll be set. I think it'd be good. Now, I love Columbus. I love them being in the Metro. I think it shook things up, but obviously realignment would have to happen, and that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. They're the closest to the West. So I think that would be the – I think it would be a good way to grow the, to grow the league. Absolutely agree with you. I think, I think you – I mean, you're right. Um, the Caps have a huge, huge area – of uncontested fan base, basically. I mean, yeah. Um, Baltimore would be would be absolutely perfect, and I think I, I I think a lot. I think Baltimore isn't maybe necessarily considered or viewed as a hockey city, but I think hockey is something that would do very well in Baltimore, um, especially with the rivalry aspect with the Capitals. So I, I like that choice a lot. Um, so I, I only have, do you have another one? No, that's it. That's it. Um, so I have two, uh, I think one of them, uh, I mean, we, we've discussed it before. This is probably where the NHL is going to go next. However, I think we both kind of said that this isn't past Seattle. The NHL isn't going to expand for a number of years. Um, just because I mean, between Vegas and then, uh, Seattle just a couple years later. Um, yeah, I mean, we pretty much said that we neither one of us think that they're going to expand much very soon after this. I think we said, what, within within the next decade, seven, seven to ten years probably? Um, I think probably a – probably sooner than that, honestly. I think probably five, five-year frame would be. All right. Um, I think Houston. I think Houston's the next logical spot. Um, 
for the NHL to go. I think all signs point towards Houston too. Like this isn't just my personal opinion. I think all signs point towards Houston as being the next NHL franchise. Um, kind of like you said before, they have, I mean, Dallas um, as a potential rival. Um, it, I mean, it's far away, but it's not that far away. Uh, you know, St. Louis uh, would probably be in that same division too. Um, I mean, the, the Midwest, the United States has a lot of potential for these teams in these non-traditional hockey towns. A lot of people have talked about Kansas City potentially being uh, awarded an NHL franchise. Um, but I think I think Houston is a good landing spot for the NHL. Like I said, I, I, I think that the NHL is pointed towards or has very heavily indicated that Houston is the next hockey city. Um, after that, I, I don't. I honestly don't know how they don't go about this um, because it's almost the exact same thing as the exact same reasoning for an NHL franchise is Vegas. I don't see how New Orleans doesn't get an NHL franchise. Most of the hockey season is during hurricane season. It is very true. It is very true. Not really. Not most of it. Just be a very beginning. But um, I don't see New Orleans getting a team, honestly. I, I think they're very much so a football city. Um, I don't see hockey doing well in in Louisiana, period. I think Houston's definitely a good choice. Um, personally, I think more realistic. Obviously, Baltimore's not going to be in talks for years and years to come. I think we're going to see either Houston, like you said, Kansas City, or if he'll heard Milwaukee as well being thrown around. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd love to see. I would love to see a Milwaukee franchise. I I don't know what they're going to do. Um, I've also seen San Diego, but I think California's got too many teams. Um, yeah, otherwise, you know, very. What about Portland? No, not with Seattle getting a team like that. That's just too much. It's the same thing. I mean, I, I would love Quebec City to have one, but I don't see Quebec. I don't see – I don't see Quebec City, and I don't see Hartford getting a team. It's just too clogged in that I think, area. I think I there are a lot of people that would like to see an Atlanta Thrashers. I think there's a maximum of four people that want an Atlanta Thrashers team back. Uh, me, you, and probably two other people somewhere. We both run the Atlanta Thrashers fan pages on Instagram. Yes. Maybe. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. Um, I think Houston is definitely going to be our next, our next, uh, next city we see. Yeah. Just think so. But I also think the next expansion, and if they don't do two cities at once, I'm going to be very upset. They yep. should have done. They should have done Las Vegas and Seattle at the same time. It would have made things far more fair and far easier on teams. And not have had the very historic. Yes, which I get why they did it. It's good for the league to have this brand new team be that good, yes. that fast. Yeah, but it just seemed like a gimmick to me, uh, especially with it being Las Vegas. Um, it just seemed 
oh, Las Vegas team is doing really good because it's their first season. What's going on? Um, luckily, they came out last year and proved that they're still a decent team. This year, they're looking even better. Um, but Seattle is going to do the same thing. They're going to have this ridiculous team on paper, or probably not even ridiculous. It's just going to be this kind of spread out team. They're going to do good. And it's just unfair to the other teams, I feel. Um, every other expansion's been, not every expansion, but most other expansions have been multiple teams. Yep. Uh, Buffalo and Vancouver came into the league the same year. Yep. Yep. Or, you know, and we may see, we may see teams instead of expansion, um, if they want to expand into Quebec City or Hartford, we may see teams move. That is true. I mean, how long is Ottawa going to have a team there? Honestly, I don't know if this is more, I don't know if this is more shooting for the moon or a personal thing. Uh, I think, I think the NHL is eventually going to have to fix the fact that the Florida Panthers are just not, they, they don't guess. have the attendance. I disagree. They don't have the record. They don't have the attendance. They, they don't have it. I don't see how they're not moved. I think I think if Florida moves, it moves from Miami to Orlando. That's it. I was gonna say I was gonna move out of the state. Maybe. I think Miami is very much not really a hockey city. It is not a hockey city. It's it's not a sport city. I mean the party city. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean you have teams there that do well. I mean the heat but any team you know it's the ball team can do well in most party cities it's very much sport you can go and hockey is too but it's not seen that way um you can go you don't need to know much about the sport to enjoy it you can watch a game party a little bit it's it's very much so a very easy going sport that's fun to watch hockey you know you're stuck in this cold arena it's 70 degrees in there and you're you're freezing the entire time if they move it somewhere that's already had a hockey team like orlando orlando has the solar bears and the echl Mm -hmm. they they sell tickets they do fine i think you move an nhl team there it's going to be fine it's you know an hour and a half from tampa yeah, instead of this four hours, five hour drive um, for the teams, it's right there. But I don't know. I don't think I don't think Florida's the answer. I think Ottawa is much more of a outsider team than Florida is. But that's just me. Okay. Well, you just look at every other team in the division, and Ottawa's just not keeping up. No. No, they are not. All right, so that's it for episode two. Um, you know, we talked expansion. We talked uh, looking at basically the end of the season, looking at playoffs. Um, very, very different polar opposite predictions when it comes to the playoffs. <laughs> um, decent rosters all around for Seattle. Um I think either one of those are are possibilities. Any of those players really are possibilities. Um, Just because, especially again, especially after what they saw happen with Vegas, um, the the 
remaining NHL teams are going to be very particular in 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 who they protect and who they don't protect, um, just to prevent a, a, another run on on the league like Vegas gave them. Um, and then, I mean, potential expansions. Um, we do not know where the NHL is going to go next, um, but the NHL is expanding. Um, the NFL, not very close, but close behind them in terms of expansion. NFL looking to go international, but NHL is already probably more of an international, well, is more of an international sport than the NFL. So, um, yeah, we, we don't have anything to announce for episode three, mainly because we did not plan an episode three yet. Um, but we will be, uh, soon we'll be talking about it in the next couple of days. We are both very tired. Uh, but until then, um, you can find us, uh, on Instagram and on Facebook under the LDG sports banner. Uh, you can find us, uh, on the LDG sports page for any updates related to the podcast again on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, if you want to reach out to us directly on Twitter, it's at Cody White, W-I-G-H-T-7-2, and at Ryan Coghill, C-A-U-G-H-I-L-L-13 uh, on Twitter. And hopefully we'll, we'll get a Twitter account up and running at some point um, for the podcast or, or for LDG Sports. So, uh, Cody, do you have any kind, kind, I want to stress kind words uh, for the hockey people uh, now at 12.49 in the morning. Well, if you're a Leafs fan, I love you. Let's have a good season. Let's try to, you know, not tear each other's throats out. If you're anybody else, I'm sorry that you have to watch the Leafs destroy you. Uh, thank you for listening. Next week. It's probably going to be a lot of talk about the, the first couple of games. I'm excited for the season. Uh, first game tonight, first game for you guys tomorrow. It'll be a, I'm sure it'll be a fun episode. Run through some stuff, see, see where we're at after a few games. But thank you for listening. As he said, follow us on Twitter, share with your friends. Um, you can subscribe, I believe, on most of the platforms we're using. Uh, we will be on more platforms here shortly. So just keep an eye out. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for episode two of the Rivalry Podcast.